The, the, the guy marries a beautiful princess and lives happily ever after in his castle. Rules so, the kingdom. you lead me to my question, Jasmine. That was a beautiful segue, just artful. So, what I wanted, so we're talking about marriage. We'll probably have many are, shows. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. We're okay. recording. So we'll probably talk about this this topic several times, and I, I don't think we a half hours nearly enough time for us to, to bat this around. So what I wanted to kind of begin with, so Jazz, want your segue again. Oh, marriage, love, oh, love and marriage, marriage and love. So what I what I wanted to find out from you two guys was what. Uh, what did marriage mean when you got married to you? Like, what was marriage to you? And, and I know all three of us come from very different cultural and social backgrounds on marriage. So maybe before we hit that question, maybe Jaswan, Jim, and I can, can, can give like a quick uh, summary of what would we would say if you were, are you married? Jasmine, are you married? Uh, I, I, well, yes. You know, <laughs> it, it all depends how how you define marriage. Well, yeah, well, okay. That's why we're going to need many shows to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I. So I'm. Uh, I come from an arranged marriage. So, um, even though I was born in England and, um, you know, absolutely influenced by all the TV shows and movies and stuff and marriage and love and you name it and fairy princess and living in a big castle. <laughs> but the, um, so, um, Anyway, at, at some point, I decided whether it was uh, my my parents' wishes, because that's traditionally how it was done in India, whether I was like, uh, um, uh, <laughs> in, incompetent teen with no skills to, to get a girl or whatever. But anyway, at, at, at the one point, I just decided okay this is this is just how it's gonna be and um, so it's um, there's there, there's a there's a marriage but it's still two people <coughs> so um, in 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 the marriage I am <laughs> we, we we have our boundaries this is this is me and this is what i do and this is my wife and this is what she does and i just sort of let it go and let it go where she wants so to speak and i i and do what she wants with her time and i sort of do do the same but it's um it's a i mean it's a it's a family unit so i mean it it's not like i have a separate bank account or anything 
it's it's all in the in the same part and um, but we're pretty much you know this is this is how it is and that's where it is so although in people from my generation um, I have a couple of cousins who are actually older than me who are who are now divorced so I'm 58 so they're up in their 60s and so on and after after a lifetime of that well yeah so for some people it is a lifetime it's a, after a lifetime of marriage they decided to go their separate ways but ours is held it, it's almost like there's 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 a boundary there's a line and you know if it happens, separation, divorce, whatever you like, it it happens. I, I but it it doesn't seem like it's it's going to happen. It seems like yeah, that's just it's just a an area we just don't go. And Jim, we got some insight into how you met Mary and everything. Yeah, that's right. I I met Mary in somewhat of a magical situation. The most magical situation I've ever been in that up my up north experience and then uh, maintaining the pressure of that and reading Lao Tzu and ensuing very slow change but quick it was everything after I left the, the north flew down that time I just knew things, things were different. Then when I picked her brother up hitchhiking, it was like, oh my goodness, this is like a gift. No, no, wait, wait, that was a leap in the story. <laughs> yes. Well, it wasn't because when I came down uh, from up north, I drove home and that's when I picked him up hitchhiking. And it was like- So you like, had already met Mary. I'd seen Mary. I'd I knew she Mary. was around. I'd seen uh -huh. her, witnessed her and you know, like the witnessing, but I found she was with the doctor. So it was like, okay, well, forget it. And then th this was like a gift. What they And they were told me they were going like a mile from where I was. And this is like six hours away and several passes and several valleys. And it was ridiculous that I picked them up in that way, This, you know. And, and then they told me they were Mary Shapiro's you know, one was Mary Shapiro's brother, and it was just like, ho, ho. And and then we got there. She wasn't there. But when I went to visit her later on, I, went, I said I went to visit the boys that I picked up. And we met, and then I went back up north. And it was just a gift. It was a gift. It, for sure, it was a gift. Later on, before we got married, we went to an astrologer, a fairly famous one in our area, and he waxed eloquently about Mary and her, you know, great attributes and this and that and the other thing. And then he kind of froze on me. Um, I don't think he liked what he saw. And then, and then he said that we were not ordained to be together astrologically. Wow. But what I took it as my experience up north kicked it into another zone. It kicked me into another zone. So anyway, we met and it was pretty, pretty easy. It was pretty easy. Um, and uh, it was, you know, it was easy. My parents were living here. She met my parents. She really liked my parents. We got along really well. And uh, 
one one thing that my father said was Donald men are like geese. They mate for life. And I, I you know, it was a kind of a, a you know, um, you know, kind of cool, nice story, kind of, right? Walt Disney kind of movie thing. And, and you know, and I said to him, I said, well, is that a curse or what is that, Eddie? Is that like... <laughs> and he didn't reply. So here we are, how, how many years later? Almost 40 years later, about. And we're managing. <laughs> we're managing. We've managed through kids all the in vitro fertilization things, the difficulties we've had in building and, and you know, all, 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 all those things we got here. And with Mary involved now with EJ, I told her she didn't have to be, but she liked the joke, so she got involved. And now she's a little more involved than I am in a way, due, you know, due to her, 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 um, her, um, personality, which likes to go, you know, do things, be out there. And so now here we are at this time in life and, uh, it's, our kids are back around us. It's a little more of a, a scene that we're trying to figure out how to do things. It's more awkward now doing things from a level of leadership and decision-making. It's more awkward, I have to say, because I was involved in building this whole thing and that took my life building bands, including Mary in that, including Mary in the housing. And now it's like, okay, <laughs> where are we headed? And I'm going, well, I think I'm gonna die pretty soon. So <laughs> that's where I'm headed. <laughs> and we haven't worked it out. We haven't worked out how we're gonna do the, do the end run. And uh, so it's it's a more difficult time because, you know, at first it was kids and work and guard, you know, just doing the, the doing the thing, the nest thing. So now it's a bit it's a bit more of a, a strain. And then and then I'm losing it, too. You guys probably don't notice it, but I'm, I'm losing it. Eh? <laughs> uh, well, don't geese fly south for the winter? <laughs> They not do. this goose. <laughs> but, well, not at the moment. Not at the moment because of the COVID. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not going south. And uh, we're not sure what we're doing. I guess you could say it that way. You know, I'm not sure. I've lost that thread of, 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 of family. My family was builders. So I built till I, now it's looking like I'm not going to be building much anymore. I, you know, it's like not so... So it's, yeah, it's a curious, curious time, you know, and, uh, and, you know, we, we got to work it through. That's I, which, which is the thing, I guess, is working it through and talking. And so what did you, what, did, what was in your, so you met Mary, seems like as, as you said, it was magical. And there were these sort of signs that it was good magic. So what was in your head when, when, when you said, I want to marry Mary? What did you imagine marriage to be then in your young Jim? Well, I, I, I look at families mm -hmm. when I want to know what somebody's like. 
or the potentiality for it. Her father was a Jewish doctor, angel, captain of the water pole team, little guy, quiet, got all my jokes. He was, he, he was like money in the bank for sure. Mom was different. Mom, mom was tougher and more, more, uh, more demanding. And they were hard on Mary. Mary was, was treated fairly poorly, I would say in a way um as the run to the litter i guess but it wasn't that profile she was so i i knew that there would be things happening as time moves on because these things family things pop up later on without we knowing them you know we have them in our head the lineage of our family and sometimes they just pop up with uh with uh so we're at the stage now where i'm you know i'm an old time diabetic going down heading down and uh and mary's a nurse so she you know she's kind of nursing me a little bit which is good but also a little not so good in a way if it if it moves into other zones where it becomes you know the control issues are go through everything and i'm not so much a control freak myself as i just don't like to be controlled <laughs> I don't want to control anybody else and I don't like to be controlled. And so as, as you lose your abilities, that's one of the scary things is that you need other people. You need other people coming in and either controlling you or looking after you or telling you what to do or so I think that's something everybody has to go through in life and how we manage that will be important. You know, because I'd like to be a part of things. It would be delightful <laughs> to be a part of things, part of decisions, part of directionality. And yeah. Oh, my And turn. Fred, the experienced guy. <laughs> yeah, Fred. So we have... A goose, a, ge a geese who mates for life. We have Jazz one who said, all right, it's time. Let's get the marriage. <laughs> Am I summarizing too much? <laughs> no, no, that's good. Yeah. And me, I've been married three times. But like Jazz want, uh, I was so inept at finding partners that it was comical, sadly comical, and didn't even really have a girlfriend, a steady girlfriend, until I was in my 27. For lots of reasons that we could talk about in other shows. But so I was inept, comically inept, and accepted it. At some point, I just had to accept it. Um, I had the, the first wife, and I also, I also mate for life, Jim. I know it seems strange for a guy who says he's been married three times, says he mates for life. That's because the first two women left me. <laughs> I was ready to go through whatever you were supposed to go through. Because that's the when you said family stuff, Jim. My family stuff is you, especially for my mother. This is who I married, this is who I'm stuck with, this is who I go with. 
the end. No questions, no, no second guessing. It is just, it's a commitment. Mm -hmm. And those words meant something to my mother and my dad to some extent, but not, not nearly the extent as my mom. And so I had that in my head. It was a decision that, you know, um, that was maybe made lightly, but took ser took taken seriously. So the first marriage lasted a little, well, less than a year. Um, but since we weren't, uh, we had very little money, both of us played a game of chicken with who would come up with the money to pay for the divorce. So we were legally married for like seven years because neither one of us had the money nor the interest in paying for the divorce. <laughs> and I got a call one day from, from her now present husband. I'm still very good friends, friends, good friends, no, friends with my two first wives, my two wives. And I got a call from this guy saying, hello, my name is this. I'm not going to give away names to be respectful. And I would like to marry your wife. <laughs> I said, great, fantastic. What do we do here? Who's paying for the divorce? Uh, of course, I did. <laughs> so then there was a second wife, much longer relationship. And she too left me. Um, and at the conclusion of these two marriages, I said to my mother in a phone call, if I ever mention that I want to get married again, please stop me. <laughs> I'm not cut out for this. And of course, then I met my current wife and said to my mom, no, 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 it doesn't count. Doesn't, don't talk to me about this. This one's the right one. <laughs> so I was curious what you all had in your head because I guess... And I think Jim answered his, the question in a, in, a, in a helpful way for me in that maybe I was attempting to repeat what I had been shown that marriage was and that it was also like Jaswant, like an expectation of my family, right, uh, to, to be married. It was the next step in adulthood, although for me it was a, a long pause in, in reaching that plateau. Um, and I think what I had in my head and still do have in my head, I think it hasn't changed that much, is I, I want somebody to play with. A partner, a, a colleague, a companion, somebody to get in trouble with. And for me, it was, uh, especially the, the second marriage, I think when it, when it started to disintegrate very quietly and very pleasantly and very, very um, without anger or resentment and all those sort of silly emotions was that we grew apart because we stopped doing things together. She got her taste and went, she saw something she liked and, and I encouraged her to, to go for that. And, but I didn't realize what that was also doing was, was taking her on a path that did not include me. So when we, and I would, when we did talk about it, I would say, you know, we're, we're not painting together. We're not, doing art shows together we're not opening up a gallery together we're not we're not, you're doing your thing which is great and then I'm left to do my thing but then we're not doing things together and that to me was a, a sign that things were we were going we were starting to as they say the cliche is true sometimes go our separate ways <laughs> and then when my friends would make fun of me because I've been married three times I would say I really love the institution of marriage I support it I support it 100%. <laughs>
<laughs> so yeah. that's sort of my the skinny summary of my um, repetitive tries at finding somebody to play with. Well, I um, so I I'm I'm in that situation where you know if I want to paint or draw I do it by myself. There's no like we do it together. She does her stuff. I do my stuff. But uh, so uh, the easiest way for me to try and put the arranged marriage is that in in the Western tradition you you fall in love and then you get married. And in the Eastern tradition you get married and and then fall in love so to speak mm -hmm. um so it's totally random i i don't know how it works with the hormones take over or what takes over but um yeah <laughs> well i think in the old days before internet before we were around i mean we were allowed the freedom to run around whereas before that you were born somewhere you know who who's around you could marry there was a limited range of possibilities and you kind of still needed family in a sense to back you up because a lot of people stayed stayed on the farm or whatever and so you know there's there was a a picking of the wife by the family in a sense, because the family wanted somebody they could handle too. Whereas we've gone off on our, Fred and I have gone off on our own somewhat. And, uh, you know, when I met Mary, my parents were living here. So they, and they were so glad for me to finally, you know, get somebody to, you know, to be with it was like relief for them right so the the family thing like i always used to say my 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 mom and dad could have picked mary for me they could have picked i would have trusted them to pick me a wife i would have i mean what the hell right i mean uh it's not picking a wife is not the best job in the world picking a mate finding a mate it's pretty tough it's pretty bizarre because you don't see them, meet them in the context of a marriage. You meet them in a context outside of marriage, you know, whatever, young, run, run around, whatever, or coming from a banged up marriage or whatever, but just an ordinary setting where you can witness them as, as a married person <clears throat> didn't happen. Mary and I lived together for quite a while. And when I was working up north, it was great because I was away for two weeks three weeks, come back, you know, it's Christmas time for a week and then go away and we'd write. And it was a kind of a courtship thing. Uh, and the only thing that happened was Mary was a premi, and she went away to Florida to a big premi, Maharaji, the young, um, and there was zillions of premies around here and they were all at the blissed out stage. So she came back all blissed out from this festival and I'm going, hey, where are you? <laughs> Where'd you go? You know, and it was, it would, could have separated us. And I said, basically, I said, I want you, I don't want Maharaji right now. 
So I had to kind of let her know that I want let her do that, but I needed more of her than her, you know, being sort of blissed out and, and that kind of stuff. And so once that happened, we settled in and, um, you know, it, it's gotten us here. Yes. Uh, what's a premi? Uh, Maharaji, there was a young uh, Indian oh, okay. When I was in Afghanistan, people came through. He was 13. His dad had been a, a spiritual guy and he took over. And at that time, all the hippies kind of jumped on board. He was good. He was a good guy. He had the, you know, he was good. But I just always said, hey, look, I love, I like this guy, but I don't want to join. Thanks. Thanks, you guys. So I didn't join them. <laughs> So, so the, Jim, this this inter I, you sparked many things, but I'm going to stop on this one. Um, oh, I know. By the way, I would never let my parents choose my mate. <laughs> <laughs> I know that story. But um, what is curious to me too, we can maybe talk about this, is that in a sense, we are we belong to the same religious group, the three of us. We'll put it in that language. And we married people who were not in that spirit, that that religious group with us. And and how 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 important was that? It was that it, was that a consideration, or how is that navigated? Like you you set it up very nicely about how you said to marry good, but not for me, because you were already beginning your your affiliation with the group that we we come from. Yeah, yeah. There was there was. The beginnings for sure. Yeah. 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 And uh, I mean, I, I liked the fact that she was interested in spirituality, that she had an interest. Her family didn't. Her father was an atheist. Mother was a Presbyterian. So they didn't do, and he was Jewish. So they didn't do religion. They didn't do religion. There was a dictionary instead of a Bible. And um, so Mary burst out as a hippie kind of looking for God and it was quite lovely. You know, all the hippies were, I'd go to these satsangs when I came back from up North after being with these boys up North. Woo, 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 woo. And, and, you know, they'd be sitting around tearful talking about, you know, their urgings towards God. And it was just like, whoa, like a Walt Disney movie, you know, and it was full of shit, but so were the guys up north. Everybody's full of shit, kind of. But if they do it sweetly, you know, if they're sweet, boy, it was it was a relief, eh? And then I'd go back up there, and oh my goodness, it was <laughs> keep your keep yourself alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Jaswan, money's what? on the phone. Who? <laughs> Money. Money. I um. I'll get to the money in a second, but the um, that was interesting because I'd already sort of given the go-ahead a factor as such because I was like, well, if I've said this, then I gotta, <laughs> which now is like I, I gotta I gotta follow follow through and go all the way with it. There's no, there's nothing out of it, so. So I'm just a little bit more careful about what I say. <laughs> but And you see, the thing is, our parents have more data on marriage. 
they have more data. When, 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 you know, when we were 20, they knew the story, their story, good, bad, ugly, whatever, but they had the data. And I've always been somebody that has appreciated older people just for that fact. They know more, way more than I do. You know, I know it, I know it. So it's not an uncomfortable idea for me, you know, of my parents being involved in a sense. It's like building a house. I could talk to my dad about it. You know, I could still do what I wanted. And I think that was the difference in my family. They had their ideas, but I was always able to do what I wanted uh, without being hammered heavily. And I think that's the thing is the choice aspect of it, you know, or, and so the idea of being for life, it, that was a little bit of a shackly concept to me, but, <laughs> but I, I, I can see it's not for that long anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> life is a shorter thing than one knows. All three of the lovely women that I have had the fortune to marry, we'll keep it all high, up up high, have taught me something. And and that to me is what the interesting part is, is the the, the deepening of the relationship is also more learning. There's the superficial, you know, even the the young woman I was with for, for under, we were married for less than a year before she took off. Um, she taught me a lot of stuff. I'm not going to go into it. It's very long and detailed. And certainly the second wife taught me a lot of stuff as well, you know, and, and was more of a partner too, much more of a partner in, in, in life together, whereas the other one didn't have that chip in her. She was like a wild uh, wildflower, you know, going to do what she was going to do. And I could come, she dressed me in, in women's clothes, which was really hard for me at the time. She, not women's, not like dressing me up like an asexual or a transsexual, but the idea that I had, I was a very, I was raised a boy, like in the suburbs, blue collar, very, you know, 1960s values. And here was this young woman who was taking me to a, a thrift store and taking me to the women's section of the thrift store and, and making me try on these different clothes because she was basically dressing me. And she, I didn't like it, but I, li I liked her, so I went along with it because that's what, you know, that's what you do in a, in a couple. You go along with things. So I'm like, okay, so I'm going to put, and then I had to, and, and then I learned that women's shirts button on the opposite side. I found that very annoying. And so I learned to button, you know, in reverse. And I would wear, you know, and, and then I, I was a vegetarian because that's what she was. And so I learned vegetarianism. And so she had her impacts. And then uh, the second wife was a first-generation Mexican-American. And so I was brought into this Chicago culture that I saw all around me and taught within but I didn't, you know, there's that level and then there's the actual profound level of going in and being invited inside of a, a first-generation Mexican family and the particular struggles that that immigrant group did, she, her mother, just heroic, in establishing a base here in this country with, you know, without skills. And her husband died very young, so she was left with six kids to raise. So I was, so that 
many things, but that would be a highlight of learning from from the second wife would be the the profound involvement within a family, an immigrant family who has got a st stronghold, and then watching the children sprout up and move to the suburbs or do whatever it is that you know was supposed to be successful in the American life, and watching that. And wanting to say, no, 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 the suburbs are not, no, stop it. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't. And I just watched them, you know, find their, you know, their house in the suburbs and be part of that joy as they felt that they were, you know, deepening the root in, in this new country. So I learned a lot from, from her and her family. Lots, lots, lots. And, you know, I'm in Spain for a reason with the third, <laughs> with the third woman. <laughs> And we're much more partnered. You know, we, she and I do things together. We're colleagues co collaborate in, in a life together, which is really, I guess, what I always wanted. Um, well, I think you hit the nail on the head about you, you, you get along together, you play along. 